Hey folks, SH1T coming to you live with a special three-way conversation cast with Mike and Jay. We talk shit, we talk NFL, we talk MMA, and we talk stories at the very end. And I hope you enjoy it, and I, th- I think it worked out quite well. It's a couple audio issues, but who cares? Um, it's a podcast. Bleh. Enjoy. <laughs> Then this is going to be a first for the SH1T podcast, and also a first for Jay and Mike, their first ever three-way. What's up? Welcome to the podcast, gentlemen. The champ is here. How y'all doing? How y'all doing? So if it if for all fifteen of my fucking listeners, uh, those that don't know, these two gentlemen are part of the uh, the second most favorite uh, fantasy football league that we run. Um, and it's basically just talking shit to each other the entire time. So we're trying to run this back, see how it goes, and make a, I guess, a sports podcast of it. But first, Mike, why do you look like you were bit by a zombie? You are an ugly motherfucker. <laughs> you're you going you to need a better setup than that. Don't come at me swinging. That's, it's good enough, man. Just, uh, how did you get into the country anyways? I just, I've always wanted to know this. Maybe you could explain to the listeners out there how you got into the country and why you're talking to me on a fucking phone that you probably got by tax subsidies. <laughs> uh, so I got in the country because I got nothing. You, you stole me right there, man. I'm not, I'm not prepared. I need to warm up a little bit. He don't want to tell okay. on himself, that's why. He's got to look Hold up. On, man. Hold get on. his mom involved. I didn't, get realize, mom involved. I didn't realize he was going to roast me off jump. I'm ready now. All right, let's go. He's got to look right up his, he had to look up his jokes on Google real quick so he can get me back. Mm. You said what? He's coming at you, Mike. <laughs> what do you say? I said, said you got to look up your jokes on Google. I know Smegma forehead ain't talking. He better stop. <laughs> Jay got why, the why Seth upper why Seth upper lips smell like old deli meat? <laughs> <laughs> oh, honey baked ham lips face ass. You better stop. All right, what's on the agenda? Hey, just because just because I eat a lot of preservatives. Doesn't mean uh, it works for my face, all right? Uh, Dick is a preservative now? Yeah, that's what Jay's forehead looks like. Looks like he fucking pastes that shit on. He just rubs the honey ham on his fucking forehead. He's got to use two of them, though, because he's got so much fucking area to work with. Hey, listen, tomboy. All right? Uh, Come on, calm down. Anybody going to talk about fingers here? It's going to be you, Dick Fingers. Of course, that's a... Uh, At least my head doesn't look like one. That's eh, 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 eh. All right, so the reason why I pulled you guys on here is because we play fantasy football and we're all having fun here, but uh, it's the best, most wonderful time of the year for, uh, I mean, to be honest, sports fans. AFC, NFC championship games, UFC 246, uh, fucking the NFL draft coming up in April, and we're going to go off season in February, so this will be the last time I talk to you or think about you fuckers at all. So let's start with the uh, San Francisco Green Bay game. Uh, heading out to Candlestick Park, uh, San Francisco finally back. They are huge favorites against Green Bay. Uh, let's go with Jay first, because since he hasn't said two words in this podcast yet, Jay, who you got in the game? Well, to, to quote my boy Stephen A. Smith, Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. That's, that's... Oh, I get it, San Francisco. But what if they? 
They, they beat the Vikings at home. You beat Kirk Cousins at home in San Francisco. Not impressed. So you take... DG had a good year. NFC West was down with the exception of Seattle. Right? So you're talking about Aaron Rodgers coming into San Francisco. It doesn't matter where Aaron Rodgers goes in the playoffs. To me, he's got to be the favorite in the game. Now you put Green Bay with a running game. They got a defense. Thank God they got rid of Mike McCarthy, who's now in Dallas now, so we'll see how he runs that offense into the ground. But uh, I got Green Bay in this game. You got Green Bay? Absolutely. Mike, tell them why Stephen A. Smith and Jeremy Duty are fucking stupid. (laughs) I can offer a a contradictory point, but I'm with Jeremy on this one, man. I'll tell you what, when, uh, when you're looking at two good teams, and you look at the best player on each of those good teams, when one of the teams, their best player is a quarterback, and on the other team it's not, I'm going with the team with the quarterback. And so uh, i gotta, I got to go with Green Bay, man. Um, plus, frankly, Aaron Jones is a better running back than anybody on San Francisco. They like to go with a hot hand. So uh, I like their running game. I'll give it to, I'll give it to uh, uh, San Francisco. they got a better offensive line. I think on the defensive side, both lines are about the same. Uh, obviously, San Francisco has a better linebacking core in secondary than does Green Bay, but at the end of the day, i got to give it to Aaron Rodgers, man. And uh, until Jimmy Garoppolo's got to show me some, man. It's the Missouri State. So, uh, but conversely, though, I will, I will offer up the point. Um, if they, if they double-triple-team Adams all game, Rodgers is going to have a long day. So uh, it's going to be interesting to see the game plan, but I think I'm going to go with Green Bay as well. For the first 60 seconds of that rant that you just went through, you sounded just like John Madden. If, listen back to that fucking thing. You said, I'm going to talk here about the you, you know, if a team's got a quarterback, that's a quarterback. Yeah. You got a quarterback, that's a quarterback. Oh, motherfucker, man. That is fucking <laughs> hilarious, though. Uh, with, with that, I am similar in John Madden in that I won championships. Oh, you know what I'm damn, Three, damn, damn. Champion. No, you Three times. Hey, uh, well, Listen, everybody in here has got a chip, all right, except Kyle. <laughs> Fat-ass Kyle. I'll do respect. Kyle's somewhere, Kyle somewhere right now stuffing anthrax in a letter sending it to Jeremy. <laughs> Setting up a drive-by. I'll know from all the Cheeto prints on the front of the fucking envelope. Be, be got, uh, ranch stains on the bitch. <laughs> you already know. <laughs> You know, he's, but you know he's going to come. You know he's going to be coming when you hear the tremors, though. There's going to be earthquakes registering from fucking West Virginia to Florida when he's coming to get your ass. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah it's probably coming, but. Yeah. You know, hey, hey. Live by hey, the road, uh, die by the road. Hey, though, Kyle said he was going to slump Jeremy, though, so I don't know, man. He's straight up going to. I don't gonna, know. He was going to kill him, dude. Listen, like, he's, he sounded pretty I'm serious. Not in, I'm, not, I'm not getting into a keyboard fight with somebody a thousand miles away. Uh, listen, man, I don't know. Kyle's arms might weigh about 215 apiece. I don't think you want that smoke. <laughs> the heavy bags. <laughs> man, it's a heavy bag. Uh, hell no. Nah. Then, man, Kyle finna fold you up, though. But that's cool. Yeah. He did, hey, you, you don't do two things. You don't talk about that Kyle's thin mints, and you don't talk about Jay's fucking dick fingers. Those are two things you don't do in this chat. <laughs> Uh, well, what do you what got about, in game stuff? Cause you, you're uh, getting on us about no, picking I, Green Bay. Who do you got? Dude, I got the Niners. The Niners. I would take Niners in the spread. Ow. I would take Niners Maybe. in the spread, too. They Their front four is so much better. That's how you win the game, right? The front four. Aaron Rodgers ain't going to have no goddamn time. 
That front four in San Francisco is brutal. Like it's. Hold on, I'm gonna, st I'm gonna stop you there. Go ahead. Baltimore's front four, light years ahead of Tennessee's, and we saw how that ended up. That's because that's because fucking Lamar Jackson, as good he is, good he is, when there's no goddamn pressure, he folds under the limelight. Mike, you won that Brett bet when you fucking drafted him in the fantasy football league. But if you took Lamar Jackson, if he if, if there was a playoff game to be had in the regular season, Lamar Jackson would would be the worst fucking draft pick to have. He's 0-2, I think, he in the young, playoffs. Though. He, he, what what is he? Twenty three years old. I mean Yeah, give it it's gonna happen. Yeah, it's gonna happen. He's twenty three. He's only gonna get better next year. He had the worst. What happened from year one to year two? He had the worst postseason. He had the worst postseason game you would ever put your eyes on for 58 minutes last year or the year before last, and then he lost to a team that they should not have lost to on paper. Like nobody had the Titans, nobody, and let, except for Biff from fucking Back to the Future Two. That's the only motherfucker that had the, <laughs> had fucking the uh, the Titans Whoa. in that game. Oh, I mean, I, it's I, kind I, of a cheat code having Derrick Henry, who looks like a player you create on Madden. So, I mean, I, I think you got to take it easy on Lamar. To Jeremy's point, he's 23. Seth, what were you doing when you were 23? Looking for half-smoked cigarettes at the bus stop? I mean, he do the break, man. He put up one of the best seasons in the history of the NFL. Yeah, he didn't make the playoffs, but... Uh, a lot of other great seasons didn't make the playoffs. The 16 and 0 first didn't win the Super Bowl. I said playoffs. Smoke cigarettes. That's the but, dude. Mike is the 16. Hey, the 16 and 0 Patriots didn't win the Super Bowl. Um, there's there's been some good teams, man. Give the dude a break, but I bet you he goes in the first two rounds next year. Bet Mike, you that. Mike is the. I'll, I'll put oh, money. I'll, yeah, I'll put money on that. But uh, Mike is the Mike is definitely the John Madden of this of this uh, chat. I'm taking the. Sound like him. Uh, you put a name on the on the, the voice. It definitely sounds. Oh, 100 percent. Like uh, I'm taking the Niners. Yeah. I'm taking the Niners by quite a bit. They beat the Packers in the oh, regular by, season by quite a bit. Quite a bit. I would. the The line is so we'll play this game too, just to keep it long. Uh, the line is seven and a half. San Francisco. So both of you guys would take Green Bay in that one. Obviously, I would take San Francisco on the line. I think they're going to beat them by over a touchdown. Uh, that's how good it is. Over under is forty eight and a half or forty six and a half. Uh, what would you guys take if you were betting money on that game? Forty six and a half is the over under. I'm taking the under. That I'd might... probably take the over. The weather's good, which it should be. San Francisco in January, so I, I would take the over. Yeah, that's a. They could turn into a shootout. We've seen games where it's supposed to be defenses versus or defense versus defense, and it turns into a shootout. So. Yeah, from all accounts, it looks like like from all accounts, every everything I've heard, the Niners are just a better team. Like it's like the Baltimore Titans game. That's you know part Dukes. Uh, so the Niners I, are just I would better. Say that too. I, I, they're definitely a better team. But you're talking, who has the future Hall of Fame quarterback still in his prime, mind you? That would be. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say this is gonna be a running game. That's why I'm taking the under. I don't see. I, I think Green Bay's D-line is going to be getting after Garoppolo. I don't think they're going to be able to hold up on the pass. Um, it's gonna, they're going to be feeding their running backs all game. It's going to eat up the clock. I'm going with the under. I'll take Niners yeah, in the I'm under. Yeah, I'm taking Aaron Jones over Matt Breida. So, so Mike is Green Bay in the under. Jeremy's Green Bay in the over. And I'm Niners in the under uh, on that one. Let's run it over to the uh, other side of the bracket, uh, AFC. Uh the Chiefs put a hurting on my Houston Texans. Houston was up 24-0 after the first, 
and then uh, decidedly did what Houston does all the time. Uh, 51 to 7 after three quarters. Uh, let's go with Mike on this one. Who you got? Titans, Chefs. I got to go with the Chiefs. I don't see any scenario where Patrick Mahomes can't bail him out of trouble. I got to go with the Chiefs. Jay? I think yeah, Mike, I think the Cinderella, the Cinderella, or Cinderella run comes to an end. I mean, you you look at Ryan Tannehill's stats in the two playoff games they played. First game he threw for under ninety yards. Second game, I believe it was under ninety yards again. Uh, you take Derrick Henry out of this equation, then you have Miami Dolphins Ryan Tannehill. I would like so, to motion to strike this argument from the record because Jay just has a lot of hate for Tannehill. Uh, I might. I might have a little. No, no, I have a hate for the Dolphins organization and what they did to him. Not really Ryan Tannehill, but that's besides the point. But back to the point. So take Derrick Henry out of the equation. You're left with Ryan Tannehill. So you're going to Kansas City. You're going into Kansas City. It's going to be cold. You're probably going to have to run the ball. But as we saw with Kansas City's offense, what they did to what's considered a top 10 defense in Houston, 51 points. But I will say no Kansas City, Kansas City cannot stop the run. I don't think the game's going to be a blowout. I think it'll, whatever the spread is, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with the dog on the spread. Um, straight up, I'm going Chiefs, but I think I'm going to go with the, I don't even know what the spread is. Seth will tell us, but I'm going with the Titans on the spread because Kansas City cannot stop the run. I'm sure this game because if if Kansas City gets up three four touchdowns which they can and quick then you just took Derrick Henry out of the game. Titans defense is super underrated, man. Um, I don't think Kansas City is going to be trying to step on their throat. I think they're going to have a more conservative game plan. It'll be closer than a lot of people think. You got to remember that the Titans are from the same damn division that Houston is, and they went one and one. So basically, they're the same team. It don't matter what the Titans are going to do. Chiefs are going to run oh, their asses over. It don't no, matter. You know what happened to the Texans? Bill O'Brien happened to the yeah, Texans. I know that, this Jay. This man is the white Marvin Lewis of the NFL. He, I don't know how he still has a job, but he's got dirt on somebody and still playoffs. has a job. He, uh, he goes to the playoffs. Well, so did Marvin Lewis, and we saw how that worked out. Bill Marvin Lewis was there a lot longer than people thought he would be. Bill O'Brien. 16 years. I believe he was there. 16 years and zero playoff wins. Bill O'Brien knows where Jerry Sandusky kept all the photographs of those kids in Penn State. That's why he's still on a fucking Houston. I thought that was Jason Garrett. I thought that was hey, Jason can, can I offer one thing up for consideration to my point, though, is that the Titans did beat the Chiefs a couple weeks back. Okay. So, uh, the line is the line's a touchdown. It's a Kansas, I thought it'd be higher, Kansas City by seven. Uh, over under 52.5. Knowing that, would you still keep the like what would you do would you still take kansas city or would you still take the titans if they're down by seven i'm taking the dog on the spread so you're taking the titans on that one yep how about you jay yeah i'm taking uh i think it's going to be a blowout i think kansas i think the cinderella season that tennessee's had and it's been a good year but i think if they go into kansas city they're going to get overwhelmed early i think patrick mahomes and the rest of that offense kind of got a, a, a shot to the chin last week getting down 24 to nothing. And I don't think they're going to come in here and fuck around this time. So Hey, hey, when you say blowout, are you talking like Kyle Mamakuchi or are you talking about <laughs> deep terms? 
Ooh. Now, when he takes, I don't think anything gets as blown out as Kyle Momscucci. But yeah. When he yeah. says, when he says yeah. taking on the chin, he definitely means Johnny while he's deployed in Bahrain with that tranny boy of his. So, which one? Also, Seth, does your mom listen to the podcast? She probably does. <laughs> so get it. Uh, that's right, bitch. That's right, bitch. You. Keep it I on the down low. Be like. afraid. Does he look like his mom or dad? Like whose fault is it? it he looks like Kelsey Grammer. That's true. Yeah, yeah. My, my, that might be his daddy. My dad might be Kelsey Grammer. <laughs> and you got none of the benefit of it. That's true. All the retardation and all the fucking stupid forehead. None of the and no money and none of the money. Well, how how crazy though would that be if I Elizabeth Warren his ass and was actually two percent Kelsey Grammer and got all that money? We just became best friends. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we're taking what's over under is fifty two and a half. So me, all three of us are taking the Chiefs. Um, Mike taking the Titans uh, over under. So against the line. Mike's taking the Titans. Me and you are taking the Chiefs by a touchdown. Jay? Correct. Okay. Correct. Over-under is 52 and a half. I think I'm going to take the over on that one. Jay, what you got? I think it depends on the weather tomorrow in Kansas City, but, but I, I would go with the under. It's going to be 25 degrees. Partly cloudy. Yeah. Yeah. Those aren't, you know, as we've seen in the past, favorable. Con- you know, I know Mike knows living in Chicago, but... It feels a certain type of way when a football hits your hands when it's 25 degrees and the wind's blowing. So Jay, you ain't ever go with the under. Jay, you ever ain't, ain't ain't ever caught no fucking football in the cold weather. You're down in Miami having a good time. Hey, lived in Denver for four years. You still you, you still play ball down there or what? Man, I haven't done shit but this ship life. It's I barely have time to you know take my five shits or five or six shits a day like Mike does. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta find the time. Yeah, I know. Busy no, no. Yeah, everything's been kind of thrown off, you know, with our uh, tempo picking up here pretty soon, and you know, just preparing for that. So, this, also, it's an East Coast mentality out here, which is different than you know, especially how it was in Hawaii or even on the West Coast. West Coast all the way. Uh, this, yeah, this is your first sea tour, though, right? Uh, yeah, it is. Well, yeah, Jay, Jay keeps telling us how tough it is being a salty sea sailor and how bad it is. Yeah, I guess, uh, ask me how many fucking sea tours I've been on. Zero. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't about that ship they, life. Mike, They uh, saw your bio picture and they were like, oh, god uh, damn. Well, they gotta, if, if I was to fucking be on a sea tour, they'd have to fucking ballast the ship out. Because I, wherever my birthing is. imagine if they took Seth captive, like if pirates, Somali pirates took Seth captive? You think they'd give him back for free? I feel like I feel like Johnny would come in and throw him some trannies to get Seth out of there. I feel like Johnny would have his back. He, That's fair. Here's That's the fair. here's the real question: How long do you think I would survive? The average hostage, maybe two, three years. I think I could go six or seven on my fucking. I think they put a head, or they probably put a hood over your head. Well, that would have to be a blanket. I don't know. Somalis are Somali motherfuckers, but they see you. Oh. Man, Seth already Seth already wear a hood. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he missed Jay missed the blanket reference too. He missed the blanket reference. Anyways, uh, so blanket blanket. So that means that it's going to be according to us. It's going to be Packers Chiefs or 
uh, Niners Chiefs. Uh, who do you think's got the Super Bowl? And would you watch, or are you going to watch? Anybody? I, it's gonna it, I, it's gonna be Green Bay, Kansas City, and it's gonna be stupid. And I wish I would rather see San Francisco, Tennessee, but I, I'm I'm gonna say it's gonna be Green Bay, Kansas City. I don't think anybody would see a game with Tennessee. Yeah, in the nobody Super Bowl. nobody wants Tennessee in the Super Bowl. Nobody wants. I'd rather watch a WNBA Finals game from start to finish than watch. Any Super Bowl with Tennessee in it. I'd rather watch Hornswoggle fucking fight for the WWE title than fucking watch Tennessee Titans at the Super Bowl. <laughs> I don't know, man. Call, call me. A, I want to see. I want to see the underdog, man. I want to see the underdog come in, knock off, knock off uh, the favorite. That's... Speaking of underdogs, Donald Cerrone, Conor McGregor, UFC two forty six. Uh, that's gonna be. Neither of you guys stand up to watch that fight, right? It starts at ten o'clock Eastern. Well, Mike, yeah. Mike, oh, you got to go. What's up? That's the undercards that start at ten, right? No, maybe. Nah. Yeah, yeah, that's undercards start at ten. I think the the prelims that are non televised start at nine. Undercards start at ten. Main event starts at midnight Eastern Standard Time. Yeah, man, I don't know about that. That's uh, remember a time in my younger years where staying up till midnight didn't hurt the next day. Dude, just take a nap. How many? Hit, hit. How many y'all is BP finna be by 12 o'clock? How many? Uh, I bought White Claw again, so the correct question is how many White Claws deep will I be by midnight that shit tonight? Is gross. Yeah. That shit is gross. There's no law with the claw. You drink White Claws, Jay? Yeah, I like to mix them in with the Coors Light every now and then. You drink White Claws and Coors Light, Jay? <laughs> <laughs> keep, please, keep talking. Keep, keep burying yourself. Well, I'm, well, I'm all about hey, quantity Jay. over quality. Jay, how many you can fit in your purse, though? Hmm. Haven't tried yet. Oh, oh. Jesus Christ. Oh. It, well, I wouldn't drink them if Mike Mamakuchi didn't shotgun them to me. <laughs> that shit. You ever been to an arena? You guys ever been to an arena football game? The dude that's shooting the t-shirts out on the field? That's Mike Mamakuchi just shooting out white claws. So. All across the fleet. So you go to arena football games, you drink White Claws and Coors Light. Please keep going, Jay. Used to go to arena football games. They're so, now defunct for the second time. So you switched NFL football team allegiances. You used to go to NFL arena games. You prefer the XFL over the NFL. You drink White Claws, Coors Lights, Paps Blue Ribbon, and just keep talking, Jay, please. All solid points, Seth. Yeah, I know. All, just, all solid points. Hey, don't let me judge you. Just let the audience judge you. So, <laughs> who's got McGregor? And who's got Cerrone? Mike, who you got on this one? Cerrone. Cerrone? I I got Cerrone too. I think he's gonna. I don't. I, I don't know. I don't know what it is, but I think McGregor coming off the year and a half, two year fucking delay, uh, he's gonna play right into Cerrone's wheelhouse. I think Cerrone's gonna win this one. If it goes to the ground, it's Cerrone's favorite. Like, all Cerrone has to do is dodge that fucking first two minutes. Like, I think that's how it's going to go down. I don't know. Yeah, so what, what weight class are they fighting at? 170. So that makes me a little nervous with McGregor because the, the last time that he's, uh, that he's put on a little bit of weight to step back into the octagon was with, uh, I forget which Diaz brother it was Khabib. now. The Nick, 
No, even before that, when he got his ass beat. Nate. I think it was by Nick Diaz, right? Nate, I think. He's never fought Nick Diaz. Okay, so that would have been Nate. So it was definitely one of the brothers. But uh, he, he just, I, I get it. He took that fight on, you know, 15 days notice and put on the weight. But he just doesn't look, he, he, part of his game is speed, and he just looks slower at these bigger weights. I know it's not that big of a difference, you know, fighting at 170 versus fighting at welterweight, but. I don't know. They could get him, and he's had a he's had a pretty long layoff. It's been his last fight was Khabib, and that was what? How long ago now? A couple of years. Close to a year. Yeah. No, yeah. about a year. So I don't know. It depends on what his work ethic is outside of the octagon, and looks like he's kind of calmed down with the police run-ins and trashing, you know, tour buses and shit. So I don't know. It wouldn't surprise me if he comes out, dominates the fight, wins the fight, but uh. Yeah, I'm going to go with Cowboy on this one, too. Uh, there's something that with McGregor fighting at that weight just doesn't... I don't like it. Uh, who do you think... Do you think the winner of this fights Masvidal for the Bad Motherfucker Championship? The what? The, B, the Banff. Yeah. The Bad Motherfucker. Yeah. Is that even a fucking uh, valid championship? Like, what's going on, Mike? If, if Cowboy fights him... You're not Mike. It's not. Uh, it's not. <laughs> well, you let Mike go first all the time, so fuck. This is my fucking turn. Man. Yeah. I'm about to pull Kyle and hang up. But, uh. <laughs> <laughs> Don't yeah, do that, Joe. Uh, Don't post social media in our private <laughs> chat room. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, the whole country wants to see a Khabib and. McGregor rematch just because of the bad, no, the no, legitimate no, black, bad blood, I should say. You know, it's not pretend. It's not for, uh, you know, for for views or for uh, box office. Like these guys legitimately hate each other. So who who are we talking about? McGregor and Khabib. Oh, it, I mean that's that, a fight that, I want to see. That's done. There, there is no fight. They're not. They're not even in the same class. It's just. It, I, I don't see any scenario where Khabib fights him again unless he, he takes the lion's share of the rake and Connor will never do that. So um, there's, there's no point for Khabib to fight. Khabib's undefeated. Connor's lost, what, his last three fights? He's, um, he's 21 and 4, his total record. I think he's lost his last. No, he just lost his last one. He, uh, what the fuck he do with uh, Nate? He split or he won? He got destroyed by I Khabib. Think, no, no, he, he lost, lost to Nate. He lost to Nate. He lost to Khabib, and he lost to Floyd. This is Ronda Rousey all over again. This is Ronda Rousey all over again. It's a fucking cash grab. There's, there's no, there's no legitimacy to Connor competing for any sort of title. He's not. uh, He's not top of the class. He's definitely not top of the class. I totally agree with that. And he doesn't. He doesn't need to be in the same ring as fucking Khabib. Uh, no doubt, but there's still that uh, Banff championship where Masvidal, Masvidal's not, he's like high level, but he's not top tier. Like, he's not championship caliber, right? Uh, well, he's not a big name either. That, that, he's a big name in UFC circles, but he's not the casual, the casual fan has no fucking idea who he is, and that's not good for the sport. The name is known, correct. So, hey, here's Connor's last four fights. Lost Nate Diaz. Win Nate Diaz, uh, win Eddie Alvarez, lost Khabib Nurmagomedov. 
So he's 1-1 one one against Nate Diaz. He beat Eddie Alvarez, and then he's lost his last two. He fought Floyd Mayweather, uh, and then he came back against Khabib and then got wrecked. Like, like he was he was embarrassed. To, he's not, he shouldn't be in the same fucking ring. Connor's more, Connor's more washed than Jay Mamakuchi at a CBO wash. It's, it's, it's just a fundraiser, man. It's just a fundraiser. Oh, no. That's all. That's all it is, man. Connor's done. We're not going to be talking about him in a year and a half. That this is this again. This is the same thing. You know, the UFC. It, it, he he's selling pay per views. Seth, you might stay up till goddamn four a.m. to watch him. Jeremy, if he can, if he can hold off uh, falling asleep, is going to stay up to watch him. Also, good looking on that Beast TV. I'm going to be watching on that. Yeah. But, but but I'm saying though, like we're talking about it now, but. Also, look at the competition. This is this is meant to be an entertaining fight. Cerrone is an entertaining fighter. He shows up to fight. He he doesn't ever he doesn't ever look overwhelmed. But at the same time, his record is spotty. Neither, neither of these dudes are championship caliber. It, this is just meant to be an entertaining fight, and I think it will be. Um, I a wall right up in the sport. What's that? No, I was agreeing with you. There's a lull right now of fights. You know, in, in UFC, and this is a this is a filler. Yeah, so yeah, it, it, Cerrone's the right fight, but Cerrone's Cerrone's the right fight to get Connor back in. Cerrone's lost four of his last, or sorry, six of his last ten, and he's lost his last two. So his last, uh, let's go with his last ten, right? Do to do to do. Lost against Masvidal. Lost against Lawler. Lost against Darren Till. He beat Yancey Meridos, whoever the fuck that is. Sounds like one of fucking Johnny's trannies. Uh, lost, <laughs> lost against Leon Edwards. He beat. He got a three-game winning or a three-game match streak. Beat Mike Perry. Beat Alexander Hernandez. Beat Al Iaquinta, which is a good fighter. Then he lost against Tony Ferguson, and he lost against Gaethje. And now he's fighting. He's on a two-loss. Like both these guys need to win. They need to win. Y'all. Uh... Yeah, I mean, you said a lot of losses right there. Uh, Y'all hit it on the head. I, it, it... These guys are. It's going to be a good fight. It's filler. It's it's worth the watch. Um, but neither of them are in a championship discussion. Also, uh, can you guys carry it for like a minute without me? I got to run in the spot real quick. I, th- I think we'll be fine, Mike. All right. I don't know if you will be, but uh, we'll give see. it give it your best. Uh, I'm sure. I'm sure you'll try. Just just like all your emails. Just just a piece. But when Mike, when you come back, tell us about your DRB story. I got a lot of them. I, I, please, please regale yeah, us. I was there for one of them, I think. I know I wasn't. I was supposed to be. You left. You let me know which one you want to hear. I'll be right back. All right, buddy. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Is it actually? Well, except for fucking. Did he just die? Like. It's, <laughs> it's not. I, I don't know. I, th- I think the. Sound like an A. Sound like an AED was being charged. No shit. What, what model is his car? 19 fucking 85? Jesus Christ. <laughs> Don't he have like a fob or anything that he can decide like not get warned? Like doesn't he have a smart car? Shit's ridiculous. I'm sure he's still using a club to keep it from being stolen. How much, uh, how much taxes do you think Mike pay on that fucking car because he lives in Chicago? How many bullet holes do you think he got in it? He's probably not paying any taxes. He's not an American citizen. So. Uh, well, well played, sir. Yeah. Well, yeah. well played. There's always that. Yeah. Uh, Holly Holm versus Raquel Pennington. Nobody cares. Um, <laughs> Olenek versus Green. Okay. Uh, stop me when you've heard one of these names. 
uh, Kelliner versus Osborne, uh, Anthony Pettis, that's one, David Ferreira. People were surprised that Ferreira was the uh, favorite in that fight. Uh, to do Madafi. Yeah, it's a filler event. Yeah, that's true. It's, but it's this is a this is a pay per view event. This motherfucker didn't mute his phone, did he? Mike, you fucking stupid bastard! Mute your goddamn phone. I don't want to hear your stupid ass background noise when you're buying your fucking XXS condoms to bang your fucking boyfriend in the gas truck bathroom you're about to go to. Yeah, you're gonna have a hell of an editing job later. No, I'm not. I'm not, edit, I'm not editing shit. He's gonna get all this stuff. Mike goes to the fucking gas station bathrooms more than anybody I know, and I think it's kind of it's kind of suspect. <laughs> he might have a problem. Like, I mean, well, not Mike. He does. Yeah, like a blowing I, dudes I problem. Uses... I don't. It's not an asshole problem. It's a blowing dudes problem. That's what it is. <laughs> might be his bucket list. Yeah, no, he's already he's already accomplished it. Uh, remember that one time in chat? He just comes out of the, he just comes out of the blue. Man, I'm at, I'm at a truck stop bathroom and it fucking sucks in here. <laughs> yep, yep. Who who does that? I think he has a. I think his bucket list is going to new truck stops and seeing how many of his cut out glory holes have been filled. Uh, yeah, I would say quite a bit. And by like, I'm, I'm sure he comes back. Uh, who is? Oh yeah. Is so is Mike. In Dumb and Dumber, when Jim Carrey goes to the bathroom and he sees that fucking, hey, meet me at 9 o'clock at 9 or 7 o'clock at oh, 7, yeah. <laughs> who, who is Mike? Is Mike the dude that walks in or is Mike the guy that's like reading the shit? I'm like, oh, yeah, rubbing his hands together uh, and shit. I think it depends on the day. I mean, it, I think he's a little bit of both. Yeah, I would agree. He's, uh, he's probably a power bottom. That would be my guess. He's got to look for it. Very metro. Yeah. That's probably how I got into the country. Y'all bet you're still there. What? Well, the AED's back on. How did how did we know how did we know that Mike was coming back in his car? Like, how could we ever tell? <laughs> There's no way we knew. Mike, what model car you got? So we can Your get, mama, bitch. So we can get 1980 what? Yeah, 1981. <laughs> did you buy a DeLorean when you saw fucking Michael J. Fox? Traveling time? No, I couldn't. I, I couldn't fit your mama in a coupe. It's a full-size truck. Oh, okay. Hey, did you get the two-for-three Pepto? Oh, so I, I stopped in the gas station right quick because I had to take a piss. And, uh, in and fact, I thought about taking a shit, but figured exactly. you'd have to hang up before exactly. I was done. So, so anyway, I Mike, stopped in there to take a piss, and my man Ahmed at the counter, I'm pretty sure he was smoking reefer in the bathroom because it stunk like pot. How do you know? How do you know what cock smells like, Mike? <laughs> hey, so does, does Ahmed have a special key made for you for the bathroom? Uh, so that's like Mike, my boy. Yeah, he don't fuck with me. He knows when I go back there, it's problems for him. He, Mike gives that left wink. He's like, uh, and Ahmed knows to give the keys up. He's like, Mike can be fucking tonight. We know. So, no, oh, they're taxing too. I just spent four dollars for a Red Bull, man. I, I can't afford to live in this fucking state any longer, man. This place sucks. Jesus Christ, Jay, is that the only taxes you ever paid, Mike? On Red Bull, you don't pay income tax, do you? What do you mean? Because you're an immigrant. The fuck? Are you? <laughs> I feel like INS is listening to this conversation they right need, now. Actually, He's fucking GPSing. They're not listening. They're not listening. I'm gonna you know forward, I'm gonna that, forward that, it to you them. You bring up a good point. Seth, how much income tax do you pay living in Germany? Uh, more than you do, apparently. Uh, I still how pay much the, goes to the American government? Uh, 
I don't know, man, since uh, the Trumpkins took over, uh, what is it? Uh, you know, is it, everybody else knows that it's like you got to go, you got to do overseas tours because you get paid a lot more. You get that Oha Miha, uh, deploy down to tax-free areas or zones and, and get it all good and everything. So I pay, what is it, probably 15%. So. Yeah, I pay 25. Yeah, because you're in Illinois. 25. I pay 25%. Because you're in Illinois. Income tax. Yeah. No, you got to ask me how much I pay. That's, that's, not, that's not even state tax, bro. That's income tax. I pay 25% income tax. How? I make too much money. Like, no, you don't. what do you make, seven Stop figures? Stop it. Stop it. My fam me and my wife do both make about the same. And our combined income for our family, before we had our daughter, I was paying 25%. I get a little kickback now because I have a one-year-old, but Mike, uh, one prior to that... Mike, the one percent. There's no. What job do you have that pays that much to where you can be on your phone and use up all your minutes in the first half of the month? Because <laughs> I, I need uh, that job. First, first off, I don't got minutes, but I don't have an unlimited data plan, so you're half right. Um, now, my job is dope, man. Uh, I'm an engineer. Uh, I build roads, bridges, um, uh, flatbed trucks for Kyle Mama. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, Jesus yeah, eight, eight axle trucks. I do. I do okay, man. Um, I've done okay since leaving the military. Some days I miss it. Most days I don't. Yeah, I feel you. Hey, Mike, what's your uh, what's your most memorable DRB story? So I'm not gonna go with the one you guys want me to talk about. I, I'm completely clueless. Yeah, <laughs> listen, man. There's somebody who's about five four, four hundred pounds, and they're gonna fold you up and you punk him. So I'm not talking <laughs> nothing to you right now. <laughs> Jay's like, okay, 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 Kyle, whatever. Uh, okay, Kyle. So my roommate, we get to Virginia and uh, we move into the better barracks, whatever the PPD or whatever they call it. Um, and my roommate was this cat, and he was a cool dude, really. And in any case, um, we ended up going to a party one night. And it was a couple of us. I'm not going to say nobody's names. Jay knows uh, one of the dudes. But in any case, we went to a little house party. We were all drinking. And uh, on the way back in through the date, uh, the gates, my uh, the dude driving us was my roommate. He got rolled, right? And so um, he got locked up. We all walked back to the barracks. And then naturally got called into the chief's office next day. Uh, they're like, you know, you're going to have to, you're going to have to go to DRB. I'm like, okay. So I go to DRB and, th and this was one of the better ones I've been to. There was like three or four of them in there. And, and, and so not only was my roommate, uh, drunk driving through the gates on base, but he was also underage. So you already know where this is going. Um, they're like, so what happened? I'm like, well, and, and you know, I mean, the dude was cool and we let him know what the business was. We we're going to be like, we ain't know you were drinking. And so we, uh, we go to DRB. The DRB was decent enough, right? I mean, it was just me in there. We get through it. I'm like, listen, man, just taking a shit made out. He's supposed to hang out. I ain't watching what the dude's doing. I didn't know he was drinking, right? So in any case, he, he ends up going to mass. We all had to stand up in it. So we were all in our white standing in a line while, while he was getting shit mated by the, the captain or whatever. And so while we're standing there in mass, 
I don't know how it came up. It must have come up during his DRB. But at some point in time, it went from him drinking to him drinking and smoking spice. And, <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? And so we're standing up there, and this dude starts, and they're like, yeah, and you're, whatever. They were asking him, like, you know you can't smoke that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm thinking to myself, I didn't even know this was a part of the line of questioning. I didn't even know this shit came up. Um, so in any case, we're standing there, and then we got, then the, the captain came over and bad badmouthed us for being shipmates and letting him get drunk and smoke spice. And we, we legitimately, I, I didn't know he was even smoking this shit. So uh, that, was, that was news to me. But in any case, that's uh, one of my DRP stories. How many? Uh, how but did, to wrap it up, guys, I do got a roll. This has been a blast. I look forward to doing it again. Hundred um, percent. Hey, hey, hey thanks. You got to go take a shit, don't you? Yeah, he does. <laughs> Ain't nobody calling him. He's got to fucking go to the truck stop bathroom and take take care of Kyle or Jeff or whoever the fuck his boy is. How many wipes does he keep in the car? Like how many? How many packs of wipes? Uh, hey, listen, 76? I've been told y'all I got a fresh. I got a fresh pair of drawers and some wipes in my glove box right now. <laughs> that is sad, bro. Thanks for coming on, hey. Mike. I appreciate it, man. It was, and it was enjoyable. It was fun. Yep. Yes, sir. It was a blast, guys. I'll holler at you fools later. Yeah. All right. All right, Pete. Yeah, the, uh, the question is, I still, I still got you when he hangs up. Yeah, Mike disconnected. Yep. Yeah, so you ever been to DRBJ? Uh, not on the receiving end, no. I've been to DRB. That was funny. You have? Yeah. Uh, so, to follow up on Mike's story, uh, first command, worst command. Uh, I'm surprised I'm still in the military. But, uh, uh, so we were doing these ops going through, if, if you ever knew what, uh, so for, it used to be security. So the first command we went to had to do some fun stuff, but it, it required some long hours. Ipso facto, I'm on long hour. I'm on small craft boat, right? I'm on a on a right. 40, I'm on a 45 footer, and I'm not qualified to be a coxswain, which is the the driver of the boat. Um, but right. regardless, in order for us to survive, we rotate every four hours. So it's my turn to rotate in. Um, all I know is that I fucking throttle up because the the current is taking us away from where we need to be. So I'm, it's my turn to take over. I throttle up, and the next thing I know, I'm 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 on top of the port services barrier. Throttle down, back out, like we're kind of freaking out. Uh, look around, can't find anything. So, like, I hit that thing at full speed, right? Uh, oh, man. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Um, so we look, we look for damage. Like, we don't see any damage. Everything's cool. Uh, we're driving back during shift change, and they radio us, hey, your fucking ponson's hanging off the front of your, your, your bow. It's like, okay, great. So we step off and look at it real quick, and, oh, fuck. So we zip-tie that motherfucker <laughs> and just drive in. Do, do changeover, and about three weeks later, uh, they do an investigation because they pull it off. They pull the boat that we had off of dry into dry dock, or they pull it out of the water, and there's like a quarter-inch hole in the hole. Um, they're trying to figure out how, and they, oh, they, they narrow it back to our boat crew and, and so on and so forth. So, you know, like, I'm not, I'm not going to snitch. I ain't going to say shit. Um, but I was, I, was, I was sitting there. They called us all in, and then I was like, I'm not going to say shit. I'm not going to do anything. But then I walked in, uh, and when I was walking in, my uh, one of my fucking uh, uh, one of the other people were, was walking out, and he looked at me, and I was like, "This motherfucker snitched." Like I, I, I just got that look, right? Like I knew he talked. So he walked in. I was like, "Fuck it." So I started. I made my statement. Did whatever. Who cares? 
Um, and fuck that chief, uh, Chief Acevedo, fuck that motherfucker. But anyways, a couple weeks pass by, and we get pulled into, we're, like, we're told to get in whites, we're told to be uh, outside the hallway, and we're sitting there in fucking parade rest, and these mother, these these chiefs are fucking laying into this motherfucker. Come to find out, the guy that was in front of us was apparently picking uh, mushrooms out of, he's going to fucking farmer's fields and picking mushrooms and cow patties and shit out of uh, stuff, right? And selling them. Uh-huh. So he, he was like a drug dealer. So he, he had like a Camaro or whatever the case is, and they were like, why you got a Camaro? Why you got this? They wasted all their fucking energy on him, apparently. Um, and he just he just denied, 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 denied. So they bring us in here, and we're, I was told to exp- I was told what to expect. They're like, step on the American flag, do this, that, and the other. But all the bullshit that, you know, you do at DRB. Um, uh-huh. but, but we're in there standing at parade rest, and they got the American flag on the table. And I'll never forget this mass chief. Like thank like, Matt, uh, chiefs can change your life too, right? For the for the for the good or for bad. Chief Acevedo, fuck that motherfucker. Chief Pearlie, fuck that motherfucker. Um, Chief Mass Chief Parton, like he saved my career. He's the only re- he's one of the few reasons why I'm still in the military. Um, so he 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 literally looked and he said, so is this? Because he got down to the heart of the matter. Is this common practice for you for people to to swap boat crews or swap coxswain duty? without being called and we're like yes like all three of us yes 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 and so you're telling me if i ask any boat crew that you guys swap boat boat crews and they're not qualified that uh that they would tell me the same thing yes 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 and that's all he asked us and it's like you're dismissed and we walk out and that was my drb right he was so he, he knew enough to know that they were going to get in more trouble they were going to be in worse trouble for knowing that they were had underqualified people they had to swap crews and like they were like working us to death essentially and we got off scot-free so i ran a i ran a 45 footer on top of a psb hid the i, I should have went to mass for hiding the fucking thing but didn't go and then went to japan and that's it right there so oh wow yeah 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 i never uh the only time that i guess it, it could have happened was when i was in a school with mike actually and uh I think we were all, were, about six of us, we were all supposed to go to the beach, Biloxi Beach that day, back in uh, 2008, but me and the other guy, for some reason, just decided not to go, I forgot whatever the reason was, right? But the other four went out there, and one thing led to another, I guess, with a bomb on a beach, and they ended up beating the shit out of this bomb. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's they all went to DRP, went to math, and... Uh, Definitely different, no doubt. Uh, you remember, yeah, of course you know uh, Robbie. That Like we, that fucking A-school man, coming from, you coming from AO and me coming from uh, MA. Totally different worlds from where we are now. And they just weren't, they weren't ready. I don't think they're still ready. Shit's ridiculous. They're not. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, it's still a, a mental mind fuck daily. Yeah, same problem. Uh, see the same problem here. I got I got some good kids, but uh, for the most part, they're not they ain't ready. 
But anywho, right. let, let's get back to business uh, to finish it out. NFL Draft 2020. Your Miami Dolphins have three picks. Um, you have the, I think you have the fifth, the eighteenth, and twenty-sixth. Uh, don't 20, quote me. Yeah. Uh, you got Houston has zero picks in the first round. <clears throat> what are you going to give up, or if you were the GM of the Dolphins to finish it out, what would you give up? to get Burroughs as the one pick? What would you give to Cincinnati to do that? Or do you think it's worth it? I don't think there's anything I could offer Cincinnati that would that they would take without it being too steep. So am I giving up any more than my first-round pick and then Houston's first-round pick in this draft for, for Burroughs? No, not at all. And I think, you know, especially as a Dolphins fan, we have too many holes on the offensive line, too many, just across the entire roster, there's just too many holes to fill to go all out for a potential franchise quarterback. Now, Burrow, yeah, Burrow had a great year, and he's got all the, he's got the size, the arm strength, all the intangibles that you want in the number one pick. But to give up a, a king's ransom for that pick, you, you can look back uh, historically at teams that have done that. Uh, I forgot who the trading partner with the, St. Louis Rams were the year that they took Sam Bradford, but we see how that ended up. Yeah. Um, and there was the the Ricky Williams trade, or uh, where New Orleans traded up for Ricky Williams, and it was some god awful trade where they offered up three first round picks over however many years, second round picks over the years. It it generally never works out, and with that, you know. I'm on the Tua bandwagon if he's healthy, right? If he's still sitting there, which he, you know, it doesn't look like anybody in front of us. Nobody in front of us but Cincinnati needs a quarterback. He should be at Could five. somebody jump up and say again? He should be there at five. Uh, according to the yeah. mock drafts, there's some quarterback that somebody's going to pick between the two and the four picks, but uh, Tago Vua should be available. Um, but you, So you think they should pick him at five, even though he's like Mr. Glass? I think it depends on who's at the board or who's on the board at that time. So you figure Burrow's going to be off the board at one, Chase Young's going to be off the board at two, and then three, three and four are kind of up in the air, right? You know, do they go with Okuda from Ohio State? Um, does Andrew Thomas come off the board? The left tackle from Georgia? It's kind of hit or miss. But I think you got to look and see: Are you getting a generational type talent at the fifth pick? And if you're not, if you're that sold on Tua's uh, prognosis and you know his recovery. I think you're in a position to take him at five because he doesn't have to play right away. You know Ryan Fitzpatrick closed out the year last year. You know as a typical Ryan Fitzpatrick style, where he's either super high or super low uh, bipolar play. But he's a great guy to learn from. So you could draft a guy like two at five, uh, have him sit for half a year or the entire year, and just learn from Fitzpatrick. You know, but I, I'm not giving up any of those. Three, we have three first-round picks, two second-round picks in this draft. I'm not giving any of that up to draft up to get a quarterback where the rest of the team's depleted, you know, yeah. for the most part. But yeah, you, you know, could, $100 million in cap space helps. So, you know, we'll see who we bring in. Yeah, you guys could become zero to hero pretty quickly if you guys play it right. Mm-hmm. Uh, draft, a couple, like get that front line in both the defensive and offensive ends uh, set. If you get, like you said, you got $100 million in cap space, start putting some people, like start – Trading or well, not trading, but like getting some free agents. There's plenty of them out there. Put them on your roster. Yeah, it's supposed to be a really good. Uh, 
free agency this year. So, I mean, we definitely can fill those spots, but no, nah, I'm not giving it up for Burrow, especially when you got Trevor Lawrence right around the corner next year yeah. in the 2021 draft. Yeah, who I'm, you know, more sold on because he started doing this at an earlier, you know, time in his career in college. So, yeah. I'm just not giving it up. Yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, I think that's right, Blay. I don't think you guys are going to get Trevor Lawrence, though. He, like, fucking Houston, man, does, does not have a draft pick until I don't know when. And that's kind of what they've been doing. They got a Tunsil. I don't know how long they got him for, but they got robbed by the Clowney trade to Seattle and the fucking trade to Miami. Whoever the GM is I Texas, told you earlier, Bill O'Brien strikes again. Yeah. They thought they were getting a franchise left tackle in Tunsil, and he, Miami could have told you he's a turnstile. Yeah, I, I couldn't tell you, man. Like, uh, it's just... They're, they're just like the Aggies. They're just like Texas A&M. They, they, you are what you get. Like, there's no lead that's safe with them, as was determined oh, yeah, by the absolutely. fact that, like, who who in their right mind down 20 or up 24 nothing, or you're up 21 nothing, right? And you want to go for the kill or you don't want to go for the kill. You either got confidence or not. So you kick the field goal. That's totally fine. Like, you don't change possession or whatever. But it's fourth and right. fucking five. Why would you, if you don't go for it on fourth and one or fourth and inches on their 22, why in the rat fuck would you go, like, would you fourth and sixth do a fucking fake Makes punt? no sense. Yeah, zero, silks, nada. And it's it's totally Texas A&M. It's totally Houston. It's all that area. Just a bunch of dumb, bum fuck country it's, it's fucking coaching. hicks. With fucking Houston, it's coaching. There's, what, there's entirely too much talent on Houston's team on the offensive and defensive side of the ball for them to that have those kind of, you know, slip-ups in a game. You're up with that roster and you're up 24 to nothing. There's no reason why you shouldn't have won that game. Oh, it should have been a lot, no doubt. It, 100% agree, especially with, uh, yeah, they have a they have a really good linebacker and uh, Merciless. They got a generational player in Watt. They got a genera- yep. generational player in Watson. They got a generation, generational player in Hopkins. Hopkins. Uh, Fuller. Yep. Fuller's well, lights out. Core is top ten. Yeah, no, yeah. no. Receiving core is like top notch, top five, top yeah, three. Absolutely. Like, anybody would beg to have Hopkins and Fuller as the one two in their fucking lineup. Um, and, and Kenny Stills in your back pocket. Yeah, they get, so killing it, man. Um, it's that offensive. I get, it must be line play that has to be where it's at. It has to be because that's that's the un, untold secret of all the well, NFL. Deshaun Watson, the, the biggest drawback with him, and it's been like this for years, has been how long he holds onto the ball. Yeah. I think some of it is the O-line, but there is a part of it that's, you know, Deshaun Watson will sit back there way longer than he needs to um, to get rid of the ball, and that plays into it as well. But, I don't know, I, you know, Tunzel's still young in his career. I think he, you know, he, he when he's healthy, he was a solid left tackle in Miami. Um, but, you know, we just couldn't keep him healthy, and he's not an anchor Right, so if you don't have a good left guard next to him, you know he's going to suffer. Yeah. All right, man, Jay, that was fun. I I had a blast doing this podcast. It was great. Uh, Absolutely. Definitely come back uh, and do. Let's do a wrestling podcast or just whatever podcast later on in the year, and then uh, I I enjoyed the hell out of it. And we can we should definitely do a uh, uh, as part of the uh, the league, right? Uh, Invite other people on, do whatever the case is. But I really appreciate you coming on. Yeah, man, absolutely. Thanks for having me again. Easy day, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day, and uh, tell Mike, go fuck yourself. (laughs) All right, sounds good. Hold on. Kyle, you're fat. Uh, D, you got chapped lips. Um, 
Black Michael. We didn't even get the D in his lips. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll get him in the next uh, the next episode. Shane, you a bitch. You couldn't even make it out of a midget fucking league in MMA. He probably doesn't even know what a Kimura is. <laughs> um, who is it? Uh, who the fuck else? Keith? Who the fuck care about his foot? Motherfucking hop along Hallie that he is. Who else? Johnny loves trannies. Um, what else? Loves them. Loves like too much. This motherfucker posting in chat like mother like it's like I don't know where he comes up with that shit. He's got to be perusing the the interwebs horrifically. Who else? Oh yeah. Who yeah. else? In chat? He's on the tranny Tinder if there is a thing. That is uh, sad. Sad panda. Johnny, a great dude though. I love that dude to get death. He's cool. <laughs> Even though he called me a fake chief. Fuck you, Johnny. Um, all right, man. I think that's it. Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. Thanks. Bye. Bye.